Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. It's like Shakespeare, they either get married or murdered. <laughs> I've never been accused of a crime, that doesn't work. <laughs> bon anniversaire à toi, oh, bon anniversaire yeah. à toi, bon anniversaire <laughs> Katie. Don't approach me, I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> episode of drunk women solving crime we have a very special guest for this episode of live on zoom show uh we have a fantastic french actress you may recognize her from call my agent please welcome fanny sydney she's from france hello (laughs) hello how are you fine i'm great and you yeah good this is this is an an international live podcast yeah yeah are you in paris at the moment yeah i'm in paris fantastic Mm -hmm. i've never been to paris can you believe it someone as cultured as i (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, Hannah, you must, you must. Everything they say is true. It lives up to yeah. all of it. Yeah, Paris is awesome. I do their PR, Paris. It's, it lives up to the shit that they say about it. It's great. <laughs> Fanny Sydney, we have one question for you. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, um, once I, I received a lot of messages from uh, a porn star. <gasps> uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And he sent me uh, messages on my Instagram and my uh, email, and it was uh, supposed to be a warning for me, but it wasn't. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was very curious to um, to meet him because he was offering me to uh, direct a, a neurotic series. So why not? <laughs> uh, so we had a lot of speaking and I I was very uh, worried because he, he didn't call my agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Well, we Thanks, guys. We're going to call it a night after that. That was just... <laughs> We're not gonna. I tried to uh, to understand what this guy uh, wanted and what was uh, his project, and we talk, and he offers me to, to have dinner. To oh, okay, okay. Together with uh, Rocco Sifredi. I don't know if it's very famous uh, porn actor uh, everywhere, but in France, he's a very famous. Actor. Oh, really? Okay. So he is the French porn star. Okay, yeah, great, yeah. great. Yeah. What's his name again? Can we get the name again? Rocco Sifredi, I think he's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Just popular in France. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough, fair enough. So I, uh, I asked a friend of mine to, to come with me because I was kind of a bit afraid to, to go uh, to this uh, new industry and to meet some yeah. guys. And it never happened. I never oh, met uh, right. Uh, Rocco Sifredi or either the, that guy I had on, on phone. I tried to understand. I was very, I had a lot of con uh, conversation by phone with him. Yeah, okay. I was about sexuality and it was very, very, very smart. And mm. I, I thought, oh my God, I have, I have a bad idea of porn star because he's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. well. Yeah. Never judge a book by its cover. Uh, yeah, or maybe, maybe just it's. <laughs> <laughs> one morning he sent me a dick pic oh so, okay after all of this yes so i just told him no we, we can't work together because i don't want to receive a dick pic yeah yeah, yeah. sorry can you say dick pic one more time though <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the best i've ever heard it say. right just one more time a dick pic. <laughs> Stop making dick pics sound ah, alluring, man. Like, no, I like, I like it. It's like disdain. It's like, oh. it just sounds, it sounds like a stupid thing to send someone. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was a porn dick pic. So the, the, the dick was um, huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a trauma. <laughs> also, it's kind of yeah. like... Was was it his? Was he sending you a CV? Is that what that was? Like, was it a uh, resume? I, I, I thought I'm because so, I, I told him so, so it won't be. We we can't work together. And he told me, oh, sorry, I was uh, casting some actors, and it's uh, a dick from another guy. <laughs> but I don't care. Oh don't man, care. it's but, it's not even my dick pic. He goes to another school. <laughs> I, I stopped 
talking to him. And one mm. year later, a friend of mine asked me, have you ever met this huge porn star you told me about <laughs> and you offered me to go dinner with uh, Rocco Sifredi and have some pastas? And I said, I answered, no, why? Because there is this big affair. Scandal? Yeah, scandal. There is this guy uh, who was in school with us. Is he pretending yeah. to be? Exactly. <gasps> he was Im impersonating the porn star. Yeah, to grab some sexuality stories and to uh, meet some. Oh, no. Wow. So you thought you thought it was sort of like a documentary? At first I thought... I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to follow. First I thought, oh, there is this porn star who is uh, offering offering me to uh, work with him uh, to direct a series. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. A year later, I had this warning like, oh, uh, this guy wasn't <laughs> this uh, porn star. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically you were catfished by someone pretending to be a porn star. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't the only one. He did that to like 100 girls in or in the Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, and wow. Oh, le dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So like so he was someone you knew. Yeah, I knew him. I learned. I was informed. Yeah. He was a fetishist. It was a bit creepy for me and he was a fetishist of 33 number. 33 was his, and I really read oral conversations and yeah. uh, 23, sorry. Shut Suddenly saying me, happy birthday, you are sent uh, 20, 23 and, and I, oh, whoa. And, uh, I felt marked like, uh, yeah. yeah, it was very creepy. And then uh, I, I, I uh, noticed that. When I was talking to the porn guy, he was talking to me at the same time. Oh, yeah. like his real self? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, this is really like such an invasion of like the guy that did it. He's outed as doing this crime now. Everyone knows that he's been doing this, right? Oh, yes. But I think he redo something like that because uh, a year later... I had a, someone put a uh, notice on internet to say, oh, Fanny mm. Sidney is uh, directing her new film and she's looking for people naked who looks like her. <laughs> and uh, you can send uh, your photos to this email address <gasps> and this email address had a number. Oh, <laughs> let me guess it. <laughs> I was going to try and guess it in French, but I didn't take it at GCSE. <laughs> oh, man. So he's still out there trying to get pictures of you naked, basically. Also, I can think of nothing worse than someone seeking out anyone who looks like me naked. Like, it's enough that there's just me. I don't want to see myself, like my body double. I don't want to see my body double. Just saying. Oh, just saying. I'm not into this. I was with it for a while. 23? I was kind of into that. <laughs> 23. Why 23? That's like a conspiracy number though, right? There's like loads of conspiracies around the number 23. It's like Ooh. it's like a it's it's the thing. The 23 really? thing is. Yeah, it's like there was a Jim Carrey movie, I think, called Number 23, and it's all about the fact that 
there's it's it's a weird thing and I don't really know much about it but okay um, well look I love to have a running google list with every episode so I'll research that but that <laughs> is wild yeah so did he get in any trouble he obviously didn't do prison time did he get in any trouble no. at all when everyone went no out never the porn star the real porn star right uh, did, he didn't press charges yeah, kind exactly of uh-huh. we were a number of girls going to the <sighs> police station to say oh this guy is a psychopath. <laughs> yes. yes. But how have you found French police with issues like this? Like, do they take harassment oh. and <laughs> yeah. catfishing seriously? Oh, no. The guy I met was uh, really laughing and, um, uh, yeah, it was not uh, serious. Uh, uh, aye, aye, aye. Yeah. How long ago was this? It was, I think, three years ago. Okay, uh, so relatively yeah. recent. So actually, they should be better at cybercrime three years ago. It's not like it was like a long time ago. They should know much more about this. In terms of their response to it, yeah, you mean? Yeah, they should have. There's been much more education well, about this. The, he didn't hurt anyone, so, but uh, psychologically. And I was afraid. I was, yeah. oh, oh, could he be uh, around my home and... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, of course. And I I felt that he went next step with this mm. second uh, because the girls faced him and he said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sick. I will uh, have some uh, psychological uh, treatment, and I will." Uh huh. Yeah. At twenty three yeah. Harley Street, am I right? <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Yeah. Well, that's like he's deaf. That's predatory behaviour. We always ask on this podcast too, Fanny. Like, what would you say if you had if the, he was in a room now? The police have got him. Like, is there anything that you would want to say to him or do? Oh my god! I would say, don't approach me. I'm gonna destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. Nice. <laughs> Love that. I'm going to destroy <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work that into a sentence in the next the month, is, I promise. The worst is people who send me an email, I don't know where is it from. I am very suspicious. I'm very of like, course. oh, maybe it's him. And I'm very, mm, yeah. I'm very yeah. uh, aggressive. This is why it's when people mm. try to minimize this sort of crime and say, well, nobody was hurt. It's just psychological. Well, just psychological. Yeah. is horrible because it stays with you you don't just yeah. shake that off oh, yeah. And go, <laughs> yeah exactly what you say taylor it stays with you and presumably the porn star could have pressed charges for him stealing his identity yeah, yeah. it's so it's like so he gets we, to have some justice for that, but he chose not he doesn't to care. <laughs> yeah, yeah what a what a shame huh. well we need to get the message out that this guy's going to get destroyed this is the only way they'll learn <laughs> i will destroy you yeah <laughs> also for the listeners can i just say how parisian the background like your windows uh, and there's flowers in her windows there's been comments on these windows oh Have you seen my the comments? look at that <laughs> everybody's loving the parisian windows i wasn't even sure if it was real i thought maybe you'd put up a backdrop like paris oh. number nine. Oh my gosh beautiful <laughs> yeah we only get this in zoom backgrounds you've got the real thing <laughs> Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. 
we've ended a horrible story with a lovely talk about flowers. <laughs> now we can move on to some true crime. Okay, you guys ready? So ready. Sure am. And people Je suis prête. Hey! That's not right. Je suis... Okay, what I'm not is... going to do this the whole time. I'm not going to do this the whole time. I, prom- I promised myself, and now I'm promising you. I just want to respond to everybody in our group chat is saying that they're ready, and I love that. The live crowd are ready. And also, somebody asked about my kids' weird art in the background. <laughs> I just want you all to know, this is really much... A visual thing so the listeners at home you should have come to the live show because this would make sense that is my daughter's husband that she drew during lockdown um and that is the daughter that they had together that's <laughs> jeff and lil um oh, jeff. and and i don't know if you can really tell from here but if you zoom in you can um me and rich don't like how jeff is smirking it's definitely <laughs> a smirk can, it's definitely a smirk he's kind of smirking yeah Oh, yeah, no. that did not work. I apologize. <laughs> Katie's um, also a director, uh, Fanny. Yeah. Known but for I her could... handheld techniques. I Yeah, oh, my dick pics are this, like just <laughs> a different background. Can didn't, you see it? <laughs> didn't, manage, didn't manage to get anything rude. Anyway. Oh my God, I love the idea gonna... of somebody trying to take a dick pic and he just can't oh, get it like, in the Really, in really the blurry. Shot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. Okay. Just okay. For me. That was just for me. I am now going to crack on with this case. Now, you guys need to know some stuff. The case that we're going to be discussing inspired a Margaret Atwood story. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. So it'll be nice and light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Real just chewing gum for the eyes. We are going to be talking about Grace Marks. And she was a beautiful young woman who caused intrigue when she was accused of a sensational crime. So my first question is, do we think it is an advantage or a disadvantage to be hot and accused of a crime? Well, talking from experience, guys. um, (laughs) (laughs) I've never been accused of a crime. That doesn't work. (laughs) It depends on the crime, doesn't it? Depends on the crime. Ah, yeah. Okay. Good point. Because if it's a crime to I don't even know solicit attention from a <laughs> do you know what I mean then yeah. guilty yeah I don't know interesting yeah. that you're asking that so I'm thinking maybe in this case it was not okay helpful Hannah and Fanny do you think it would be good or bad to be hot when you've been accused of a crime I'm quite sure that uh witches we're hot. Ah, okay. <laughs> good point. Sure Didn't work out for them, a, did it? A, a woman murderer, it's not a good idea. Yeah, okay. And if, All you're, right. if you're innocent, it's not a good yeah. idea to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I feel like if you, you're going to attract a lot more attention aren't you if you're hot and and um, and you will be accused to uh to some tricky uh, seduced stuff to right, yeah. right. And, uh, hot witches okay. hot bitches it's bad luck hey okay <laughs> so we so it sounds like we think being beautiful is going to actually just annoy everyone and going to make you look more guilty oh. all right all right top tips any criminals <laughs> dress down <laughs> <laughs> Now, Grace is born in Ireland in 1828 and her dad, John Marks, was a stonemason and an abusive alcoholic. 
1840, when Grace is 12, the whole family, that's her parents, her and eight siblings, decide to emigrate to Canada. Question, what happens on the boat journey over to Canada? Hockey. Hockey. <laughs> Tons o hockey. It's actually okay. pronounced a boot. <laughs> what happens on the boat over there? Yeah. I mean, do they, does the ship sink? Is it, oh, is it a Titanic moment? Oh. oh. Uh, is that your answer? Ship sinks? Yeah. Okay, we've got ship sink. Oh, yeah. Any other? It's perfect. Oh, yeah. And she, uh, yeah, yeah. Johnny, ship sinks. Okay. Yeah. So we've got if shipwreck. Someone Taylor? dies and perhaps. Grace, is that her name? Grace Marks. Perhaps Grace is accused of the murder yeah. of someone, a passenger. Someone, okay. someone tries to hide a murder with the sink. Okay. Excellent answers, everybody. I'm going to give it to Taylor. Somebody died. Her mother died en route on the boat and she was buried at sea. Ooh. Does that also mean flung overboard? I think so. It's a polite turn of phrase for that, isn't it? Buried, yeah. really? Buried at sea. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. wow. isn't it on, like, on cruise ships, because they have such an old clientele, every cruise ship has a morgue. Really? I mean, yeah, that's quite a lot, isn't it? But I yeah, did not I think... know that. So, to be clear, this woman was supposed to be dead, and they just threw her yeah. from the boat. <laughs> Yeah, okay. they threw. So yeah, Grace's mum mm-hmm. gets thrown overboard, buried at sea like Osama bin Laden, because <laughs> they buried him at sea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, forgot about that. Yeah, it's a weird link. Anyway, now the rest of the family made it to Canada. The abusive father and the eight siblings. Grace gets a job as a maid. She works a few different jobs. Doing all this maiding, she's doing. She's a maid. <laughs> maiding. And um, <laughs> by the time she's sixteen, she starts working for a Mister Thomas Kinnear in Richmond Hill, Ontario. Mr. Thomas Kinnear has a secret question. What is he up to? He's the son hided by the dead mother. Okay, secret son related to her. That is, okay, that is juicy. I like that. That is a good, (laughs) scandalous secret. Yeah, yeah. I think he's hiding just a love of dance. A love of dance. Okay. <laughs> just just wanted to dance. Hiding bodies in his basement. Excellent guess as well. None of you guys are quite right. He's having an affair. That's his secret. He's having uh-huh. a scandalous. He's having a sexual relationship with his housekeeper, Nancy Montgomery. Now, this would be wildly sensational at this time because they were at opposite ends of the class spectrum. And so that would be breaking the magical hierarchy. But today, it's more likely to give people the ick because there's a huge imbalance of power there. (laughs) So, you know, I think it's really great that the reasons that we raise eyebrows have like, you know, really come on. (laughs) Like really good moral evolution. So she's working in this house. The boss of the house is having an affair with the housekeeper of the house. Everyone cool? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not cool with it, but I'm cool. (laughs) Okay, so she starts work about the same time as another guy who also came from Ireland, this 20-year-old guy called James McDermott. He's 20. He's previously been a soldier in the Canadian Regiment. They both start their jobs. And then a few weeks later, in 1843, something happens. Question, what happens in 1843? Women are allowed to talk for the first time. (laughs) Someone said, in about 100 years' time, 
there's going to be a world war. I know <laughs> we'll be in the middle of a world war. I know a lot about 1943. I'm there. I'm like, okay, we were still at war. Shit was happening. Better prepare. A- yeah, 1843. We're in Canada. Also, like, what's the class system in Canada? Well, they, got- they had huge waves of, of immigration and so, so not dissimilar to what was going on in the US. A little bit more peaceful most of the time. Does this guy's wife find out about the affair? That feels like something that could happen. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of something on like a national scale. (laughs) The Canadian Revolution. Poutine for everyone. (laughs) Fanny, what do you think happened in 1843? Oh, maybe they just had a threesome. They had a threesome. Okay. Okay. Love it. What's better than one maid? Two maids. (laughs) Yeah. Again, none of you have quite got it. What happened in July 1843 (laughs) is that Nancy Montgomery, the housekeeper, and Thomas Kinnear were married. Well, not not married. They're both married. I mean, they're both murdered. Jesus, they're both murdered. It's like it's like Shakespeare. They either get married or murdered. (laughs) Is there there really a difference? (laughs) Yeah, I'm agreeing. Right. (laughs) Either one will kill you. So yeah, so they're murdered. Thomas Kinnear was shot. Nancy Montgomery was hit on the head with an axe and subsequently strangled before being dismembered and hidden under a large tub. Oh, dear. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that happened. And an autopsy revealed that she had been pregnant. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Uh, Yeah. Now, Grace Marks and James McDermott are working in this house. The boss and his fuck buddy have just been brutally murdered. So they decide to flee to the United States with a hoard of stolen goods from the fancy house. They flee together. Grace takes the alias Mary Whitney, but they get apprehended in Lewiston, New York, and then they get deported back to Toronto. And so now we have an amazing spectacle trial that the press absolutely loves because, you know, double murder and sex sells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also the idea of getting deported to Canada from the States is just like hilarious. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Healthcare. (laughs) Oh, I can go to Cuba. Shit. (laughs) I know. Um, Interesting, though, isn't it? That thing of like them running away because it'll be interesting to know you know whether they're found guilty because part of you thinks let's run away from this situation but it's stealing all the things Mm -hmm. that makes me think like ah that's gonna make you look guiltier maybe it's not a great look Um, this would be a much better all i'm saying is this would be a much better story if there was a threesome but there isn't so (laughs) yeah they've missed a trick this trial is just bonkers it's one of those super sensational trials like already this information about the affair has been trickling out and then they found the public found out that that Nancy had been pregnant so it like there's no eastenders this is everybody's like absolute oh my god what's happening in the trial today kind of yeah. thing so as Hannah has touched on they're looking pretty fucking guilty it is hard to claim innocence when you fled with the family silver and clothes and and all that stuff so didn't look good It doesn't look good. Now, Grace Marks and James McDermott are tried first with the murder of Thomas Kinnear, but it remains unclear whether Grace Marks took place in the double murder. And this is why this case became famous, because it's so 
difficult to work out what happened. So the Examiner newspaper reported that a lot hinged on whether Grace had been a willing or reluctant participant in the murders. This is where all this intrigue has come from. So I'm going to ask you now, what are some of the things that you think that Grace did, like in the trial, around the trial, that meant people struggle to get a handle on who she was. So she's 16, so she's very young. Wow. Um, so 16. She's 16, Ooh. and the the other part, the James that she's been accused with is 20, but okay. 16 is pretty young. Mm-hmm. But any other stuff do you think she did that made people super... And she's, she's smoking hot, she's 16. Yeah. Anything else about her that's making everyone intrigued? She's too pretty to wield an axe. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does she speak her mind? Is she quite vocal? Are they Irish? She's from Ireland, yeah. She's from Ireland, okay. So I don't know whether she's just kind of like saying, uh, you know, no, I didn't do it. Or, you know, you're told you're supposed Mm -hmm. to say no comment, right? And maybe she was, how dare she be a woman that spoke her mind? Right. So maybe this is Mm. what caused a bit of more controversy. Controversy? Controversy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was... I feel like people have been chatting about this. When was Canada... She was a witch. She was a witch. When did Canada get independence from Britain? I'm just trying to think, like, does this get involved with the British courts at all? And would her being Irish be... Oh, you think it gets political? Well, I don't know. You know, there was a lot of... Katie, as you know, your people suffered a great deal (laughs) of discrimination and unfair treatment. Yes, 800 years. (laughs) That's a great answer. I won't comment yet. (laughs) I cannot cannot comment at this time. That's that's the only way I ever answered in history class in high school, by the way. I cannot comment (laughs) at this time. No comment. Um, I plead the fifth. (laughs) Fanny, what stuff do you think Grace did that made people intrigued or find her hard to read? Oh, I think she laughed. She laughed? Laughed. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Actually, that has come up. Yeah, that has come up in our cases before that there's this big suspicion Mm. if a woman laughs. Mm -hmm. She's she's enjoying herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, some of the things that Grace did that meant people struggled to get a handle on who she was um, she displayed little emotion during the trial hearings. Uh, She showed up to court wearing clothes that she had stolen from the dead Nancy Montgomery. that's bold. Yeah. I mean, that's that bold. Is, that is bold. <laughs> what um, what were they? We're like, I love the idea they're like, I'm with stupid t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I assume they were probably quite sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, or I guess like, I'm assuming dresses. I based wow. on nothing. For all we know, it was I'm with stupid t-shirts. Interesting um, though that I guessed that she was like, not over emotional, but over chatty. And actually, it's the fact that she wasn't chatty at all. She was seems... under. Mm. And she um, she apparently fainted when her sentence was read. So now we're going to move on to the, the meat of this. Grace and James gave multiple very incompatible accounts of the crime. Neither of them claimed to be completely innocent of it, but they both claimed that it was the other one's idea and that they'd sort of been made to help go along with it. So it's sort of this a bit like when both my kids say it was the other ones they did to throw all the sand out of the sand pit. You similar know, consequences. Yes. Very similar. And if this judge was anything as good as I am at parenting, <laughs> I'm sure he just downed his wine and said his husband was going to take over for a bit. You two <laughs> sit so. down and think about what you've done. And I'm then it's out. dinner time. <laughs> yeah. 
Danny's in charge. I can't face this right now. Um, I love that. I would, love, I would love to see a judge do that. Like, I just don't want to today. <laughs> Bill, Bill, <laughs> come just, on. It's too much. And we, but there just aren't Ugh. enough breaks. Uh, so sick of yeah. murder. Blah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that I think Judge Judy would be a more interesting show if she was just like I just can't today. Um, she pretty much does. <laughs> she actually does. That's why the everything is yeah. <laughs> very out like bought out people's dads to tell them off. Like I feel like that would have a really good effect on uh, <laughs> criminals if it's like your your dad's here and they'd be like what? That'd be great. Yeah, interesting. Take the old, like, school approach. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, so what did both Grace and James claim the other one's motivation for the murder was? I mean, often motivation for murder is money. Okay. Right? So I'm assuming I'm assuming it's money. Okay, money. They've been caught stealing everything, so it feels like they'd have to have a better excuse than Yeah. Did they claim guilty? So Grace is saying James did it and this okay. is the reason why. What reason is she saying? Like and what reason is oh. he saying? Is they both saying the other one's reason. Okay. okay. So we've got money. Oh, and Taylor, I said not you... money. You said not money. <laughs> My answer is not okay. money. So one of you is right. Envy. <laughs> Envy. Okay. Sloth. <laughs> Just <Green>. naming. <laughs> Just naming. What's? I want to say sins. It's not sins. Is it? Is it sins? Yeah, the seven it's deadly seven, sins. The, it's the seven deadly sins. Fanny, what do you think they they said? She was pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Because he's because she was pregnant. Yeah. 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 Okay. So they both said that the other one had just been sacked by Nancy Montgomery. Grace said that James had just been sacked by Nancy Montgomery because oh. as the housekeeper, she has the power to sack people. And they both said that, that the other one was super angry about being sacked. So Grace says that James has been sacked by Nancy for not doing his work properly. And so he wanted to kill her and then kill Kinnear. 
and she said that he made her promise to assist him and does anyone tried... else keep picturing greg kinnear the actor <laughs> like every time you say that i just see his little happy face <laughs> 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 yeah. i mean where is he in all this greg if you're watching i'm sorry i made you look like that. that's my greg kinnear impression <laughs> so basically so she said that she tried to run away from the house and um he tried he shot at her when she didn't want to help him and there was like a bullet in the door frame of the kitchen so that backed up her story in that way um and then but mcdermott he flips that narrative around and he's saying that she goaded him until he agreed to help her commit the murders and he said that she'd been fired by montgomery and that she'd been told to leave and she was worried that she wouldn't get her wages and she told him that he would be a coward if he didn't help her and that she'd also told him that if he didn't help her he would never have luck in his life ever again um, <laughs> I love that like those, do you remember those emails you used to get and it was like yeah. if you don't send these to 20 other people you're gonna have bad luck for life <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and she i like, always sent them and i've had just in case life, so yeah, and you're they... so happy so wow oh my god i love letter. the idea of like writing a self-help book saying that my life like i'm really happy but it's literally because i forwarded every chain email <laughs> i got as a teenager <laughs> <laughs> I was. I thought you were going to say somebody should write a self-help book where they say, "If you want to be happy, tell all of your friends to buy this book," that's and that's a great it. Marketing it's just a very short book. <laughs> <laughs> now, so she made him hit Nancy with the axe, and then she followed him in. Um, so he'd wounded Nancy without killing her, and then that Grace had brought in a piece of white cloth, tied the cloth around Montgomery's neck, and strangled her. So he says that Grace actually killed Nancy Montgomery. So my question to you guys now is, who are we believing most at the moment, him or her? I think that it's a bit like it's a bit pathetic if you've got an axe and she's got a piece of cloth and she's <laughs> the one that murdered her. It's just a bit like, yeah, but. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty flimsy, isn't it? I believe the woman, because yeah. I always yeah. believe the woman. <laughs> was he the guy who had an affair, a secret affair? Yeah. So I mean, so he he knows how to lie. I've been wondering that if, like, so so Thomas Kinnear, who's been shot, is the one having the affair ah, with okay. Nancy. So Kinnear is just shot, but Nancy is brutalized. Like yeah. she's attacked with an axe, and strang- strangling is quite an intimate crime. It has crossed. And my she mind. was pregnant and she was pregnant was the baby his well one has to assume it's thomas kinnear's baby no her dude john what's his name oh do you so so are we suggesting that james what's it um has also having an affair with nancy yes i could... am okay and i yeah, will no. stand by this theory yeah well that that has crossed my mind as well because all right it, it's quite an intimate way of killing someone. It has maybe some hallmarks of a murder-suicide, right? Oh, You know, killing a pregnant person you're having an affair with, so you, you think, end up shot. Yeah, Kinnear killed Nancy Montgomery yeah. and then shot himself because he couldn't live with the shame of breaking the magical social hierarchy. Ooh. 
Maybe. Interesting. Interesting. And then these guys just fled with all the silver and got the blame. Yeah, their biggest crime is liking silver, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Although they both do say the other one did it and made them help. That's what you'd immediately go to, though, wouldn't you? Like Just to try and get yourself <laughs> off the hook, blame the other one more. Throw the other one under the carriage or whatever it was in those two. Yeah, right, right. They're not like super smart at mm. interesting. Wow, we we seriously, I say this every time, but we have blown this wide open. <laughs> That's what your wife said to me in the shower this morning. Hey! <laughs> right, sorry. I'm, I'm, let's I'm, let's I'm, roll. Who killed the mother? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, the I'm mother. still wondering about that. What's the relevance of that? <laughs> You're quite right, Fanny. Yeah. <laughs> and do they bring was... that up in the trial? Does that get used against mm -hmm. Grace that her mother died was... on a boat? I was just trying to give you background as to where she came from. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. See, I, I went all suspicious, like, ooh, that mother thing. <laughs> People died on boats all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You never know, you never know. Okay, so people still debate this case now. The Victorians have a verdict. <laughs> they decided. Sure, so sure. So I will tell you what they decided in a second. Also, the other thing about this case is that at the time, all the people that are sensationally shocked and enthralled by this case, you know, reading about this case, writing about this case, a lot of them have servants and are very dependent on servants. Uh -huh. So it's pretty shocking and horrifying for them that, like, some servants have killed their employers for really yeah. what sounds like quite a very small reason, like not real provocation. Yeah. So there's this... <laughs> They're like, oh, we can't let this happen. we got to pay them even less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... They can't have this power. But the, but the thing is, that's partly why this case is so mad. So basically, people are schizophrenic about this case because also the Victorians had this thing about femininity. So like women are supposed to be like, oh, delicate and moral. The idea that a woman, a 16-year-old girl has done a murder is yeah. freaking people out. Um, so people are either completely freaked out or they're like, no, it was all him. She's innocent. Ah. All of these articles, half of them are like, la, 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 Grace is lovely. A beautiful girl has been tricked. <laughs> I don't want to think about this. La, la, la. Or like the, all the articles are like, listen up. She's a killer. I'm a servant truther. Listen up, sheeple. She's going to kill you next. All very extreme. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, Margaret Atwood, who obviously has written a book about this. I forgot about um, the Margaret Atwood thing. Okay. So I, can, I can tell you now, it's her book, Alias Grace. Oh my oh. gosh. There's a series on Netflix anyway. Wow. Um, okay. But oh, like okay. she said that when she was researching all the source material, everything was so inconsistent. No witnesses could even agree on what they'd seen in yeah. the, the court. Because everyone's just like completely like, this is hitting them where it hurts kind of thing. So... Grace's best bet is for everyone to think that she's stupid and beautiful little yeah. girl. So my question to you now is, who goes down for this crime? One of them, both of them, or neither of them? Gosh, I didn't continue with the series. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I could know. I think she must go down. Okay, you think Grace goes down? Yeah, both. I'm going to say both, but his sentence is slightly worse. Okay, interesting. You guys, Hannah, Fanny? Um, I think... He goes down. Um, and I don't know if they have like the same 12 angry men as we do in terms of right. the juries. Yeah. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I mean, 
who is it on those juries? Because that sort of matters as to sort of what the outcome right, is. Right, yeah. Um, so if it is 12 men and she's going like, we so silly, you know, <laughs> then it's kind of... If she's oh, I love your Irish that. accent. It's so good. <laughs> but, you know, in terms of, you know, and good for her if she's using that to her advantage because she's obviously yeah. being maybe, you know, lied about by this guy, that I think they find her innocent and him guilty okay i think that they find her guilty okay. uh, but they put it on hysteria oh, uh, oh boy yeah yeah but, female hysteria yes okay. i love it you guys are all on the money basically what happens is james mcdermott is found guilty and sentenced to the gallows oh, wow. grace marks is also found guilty but the jury recommended leniency because of her youth um, so her sentence was commuted to life in prison. Oh, oh, that's so... lovely. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, I love when that's the better option. Because let's just picture prison back then. Prison yeah. in Canada, though, that's cool. That's well, fine. that's true. Yeah, they'd have winter um, sports and beer and stuff. Sorry, I just love throwing out every stereotype I can think of about Canada. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is there, is there any you've missed? So she goes Always. to prison. Um, at one point during the, her time in prison, she was commu- committed to an asylum, but she was later returned back to Kingston Penitentiary. And also in her time in prison, she claimed to experience psychological problems, in- including multiple personality disorder. And she said that her body was possessed by the consciousness of other people. But other reports suggest that she was faking insanity and the asylum superintendent believed that she was faking her insanity. Um, <laughs> so that she could go to the nice asylum. <laughs> Yeah, where I they mean, treat you so much better. Yeah, with maybe the food. Maybe the food was better. I would make a decision shock. based on the the meals. Yeah, yeah. So she huh. actually gets out of prison um, after thirty years of incarceration. She was pardoned um, oh. in 1872, wow. and she moved to New York, and then she disappears. Oh, no, she There's literally have... no more record of her. So, oh, at, at some point in her forties, new identity gone. Oh, Um, wow, okay. And to this day, she remains an enigmatic figure. And people still debate whether she was a mastermind or a pawn. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've already told you there was a mini series on Netflix, so go watch that if you're interested. Wow! Um, but let's raise a class to being a hot enigma. Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> great band. <laughs> I'm loving it getting darker behind you, Fanny, as well, because the Parisian kind of vibe is just getting better. It's as it gets just darker. getting stronger than night. Yeah, yeah the the lights have come on outside. Oh, and the Osman buildings and everything oh can you just when we're done just just go and run outside and yell i love this city like just give it the love unbelievable oh oh the shutters oh guys anyway (laughs) Um, some people just know how to live if you want to see parisian shutters join our patron or uh, (laughs) come on pay to see us on the zoom live um also while I remember it, I would like to do a shout out to a listener, Kate Wilkinson, because it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Yay. Kate Wilkinson. Happy birthday. Bon anniversaire à toi. Bon oh, anniversaire yeah. à toi. Bon anniversaire, <laughs> Katie. Bon anniversaire à toi. Pas mal, pas mal, mais... <laughs> 
That was good. All right. (laughs) We are international. I have a listener crime here. About 11 years ago on a summer eve when I was living in Shanklin on the Isle of Wight. What? With my grandparents. (gasps) My grandparents lived in Shanklin on the Isle of Wight. Everyone has the same grandparents on the Isle of Wight. Come on. It's no big deal. This is their second family, (laughs) Hannah. (laughs) So this is a listener who is here tonight in the... um... Wow. I don't have a name, but our producer has gathered this crime from the Zoom. From okay, the, Shanklin. I always remember the there was a joke about Shanklin, which is, do you like Shanklin? I don't know. I've never shankled. Now, that's not a great joke, is it? But that is a famous Isle of Wight joke. And I can hear the listeners at home laughing. So we'll go with that. <laughs> okay. You guys have your own thing. Yeah. All right. So then the Isle of Wight grandparents. My granddad was out of the house to go to evening bingo. It was me and Nana in the house, alone in the bungalow. I was writing my dissertation in my bedroom while my nana was watching TV in the living room. At around 7.30pm, we both heard a big bang coming from my grandparents' locked bedroom. We both stupidly ignored it. We thought it was the other one making the noise. So the evening went on without any other incident. The next day, my nana discovered that her 2p money box had been stolen from her dresser. She even found a bit of dried mud on the floor near the window and a tiny footprint on the windowsill. So my question is, who climbed in through the tiny window and stole the 2p money box? There were bracelets, rings and a watch on full display. We didn't find the suspect, but Detective Nana thinks it may have been a small child climbing through. Help, drunk women. Creepy. (sighs) That's the creepiest thing I can think of is a little child coming in and stealing your... I just need a little bit of money. I mean... Someone in the chat has just said a ghost child, and that's where my mind went as well. Incredible. It's Shanklin people. That place is haunted. <laughs> so, funny, to give child. you some context, I'm from the Isle of Wight, which is this island off the south coast of England, and Shanklin is like a proper old school seaside town. So, to me, somebody stealing two peas will be straight for the two pea machines down the arcade. So, I think it's got to be a child. Oh, oh my God, solved. Yeah, I mean, it's either. <laughs> It's She's like a, a ghost local. child. She knows. Or an alive child. And yeah, it's an who's it's to arcade say that money. Ghost children can enjoy an arcade. You know, they're still looking for fun. So either yeah. way. Ooh, boy. Okay. We're good. Yeah, I think that's that's means, motive, and uh, opportunity. Is that the other one? <laughs> <laughs> or also, it could have been carnival night. And on carnival night in Shanklin, my nana would give me a bag of two peas that I would um, put in little pots or floats as they went by. So if it was carnival night, then we're going to need another hour on this. So I just need to know. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I, I actually think we've solved that. Yeah, we, we did. Solved. We're good. In that case, we have just enough time to ask Fanny Sydney, what are you up to? Where can we find you? What do you want to plug? I just directed a series about two women solving crimes. <laughs> oh, oh, my God! Wow. You've <laughs> just directed a series about two women solving crime. Yes. What's Amazing. it called? It's called... Can you tell us? Brigade Mobile on French uh, network, Arte. <gasps> oh, my yeah. gosh, that's it's, fabulous. Uh, yeah, it's uh, about a woman who dreamed to solve crimes and uh, to uh, catch some serial killers, but she has... Work in a camping van, in a police camping van to help uh, people in the countryside. (laughs) (laughs) 
Amazing. Yeah, so, and uh, she's taking this camping van and she just has have to solve this huge crime, but uh, some other stuff called her. Oh, it sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so will we get to see, like, will it be on Netflix with subtitles? Can we watch it too? There, uh, I think it's just in French and in, in uh, German. Oh, well, I guess oh, I'm yeah. just going to have to finally come to Paris so I can <laughs> hey, sit in a hotel and there watch we it. go. We'll have a viewing party in Paris. <laughs> yeah. Oh that's my gosh. So cool. Awesome. Well, then, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining us, Fanny Sydney. <laughs> Thank you, and thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS, and thank you for listening. Bye! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.